Here's the question. Are you a business owner wanting to grow your business, but you're struggling with how your podcast can help? Well, welcome to the show that's about to change all that. I am your host, Cliff Duvinois, and in this podcast, we're taking the problems of podcasting head on. Entrepreneurs like you will share their strategies, tactics, and tips that they use every day with their podcast to make it an effective marketing and revenue tool in their toolkit. Welcome to Entrepreneurs on Podcasting. Hey there, world changers, and welcome to Entrepreneurs on Podcasting. Today's guest is a fourth generation entrepreneur with a company called Profits Plus. His mission, help small businesses increase their profits plus build their business for the future. Now for his podcast, he started way back in 2009, if you can believe it. So if anybody is qualified to write a book about podcasting for your business, it would be our guest today. Speaking of writing, he's written for more publications than anybody else I know, including Marketplace Retail, Swim Journal, Christian Retailing, just to name a few of the 70 publications that he has been published in. So everyone, please help me in welcoming to the show the host of the Small Business Conversation podcast, Tom Shea. Tom, how are you? Thank you. Thanks for letting me uh, come and share with you this afternoon. I'm thrilled to, to have the opportunity. You bet. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about your business? What is it that you do? I get paid to talk. Is that kind of the short of it? <laughs> whether it's in private or whether it's verbally, I get paid to talk to people. You would categorize me as a speaker. Okay. Just let you go to a trade show or conference and I stand in the front and in an interactive mannerism, I'm bringing you some kind of information to help you with your business. What are the topics that you speak about? I deal with things like financial understanding because so many small business owners do what they do because that's what they love. That's their big advantage. They're so passionate about the product or service that they bring, but business management is not the, something that they spend a lot of time on. Uh, we discuss aspects of marketing. We talk about business strategy. We talk about staff education. Anything that a person who has a small business needs to be aware of these components because they wear all the hats to be worn within their business. When you're talking about wearing all the hats, right? You're talking like that phrase that I've heard so many times, the chief everything officer. That's it. Yeah, that is the CEO at many of their businesses. And yes, they do take and have a, an awful lot to do. So my place in life is to say, let me help you. Let me share with you some ideas. Here, here's things. Uh, and as you gave me the introduction, I'm fourth generation. So let's see, this is, this would be the 99th year. Yeah, this would be 99th year. My great grandfather, we're still around running the, what was the original business? So a lot of history, wow. so if you've been around that long, you better have learned something. I mean, I did pay attention, not only at, at work, but for many years up until the, let's see, 1958, when my grandparents had the family business, they were prior to that living above the store, uh, down on the first floor where the store was in the back with their little doorway and on the right there, there was the kitchen. Oh, that's awesome. I love to hear these kinds of stories. Well, you've got your business. You do marketing strategy, staff education, and all this other stuff, and it sounds absolutely yummy. What made you decide to get into podcasting? It was, for lack of a better word, the competition out there. I had been to educational sessions in the audience side for many years, 
I listened to people and based upon what I heard, what I learned, I formulated, what did I want to share? And coming to this one, living away from the business was in large part due to an opportunity I had to speak in front of a group. And I thought that was fun. And a particular vendor who kept saying, you know, if I could take you to other people's businesses, their sales would double. They just do some of the things that you're telling them that you, you've done in your place. He said, Pete, this was it, Cliff. Ready? Here's the magic word. People would pay to hear what you have to say. Pay. Nice. <laughs> nice work. So that's where it started. But to answer specifics of the podcast, as I went along, I thought, this is quite an honor to get to speak in front of people. This is an honor to get to have a magazine pay me to write an article for them. And it aggravated me that I would watch other people teaching things and then hear the sales pitch. Okay. Well, here you can do this and this is how much it would cost you and you can do that. And while there were multiple aspects, one of them were people who would go out there and say, Hey, we have a little get together before they called it a podcast. And for only $29.95, you can join me on the program this month. And I go, really? You're going to charge someone $30 to talk to you? I mean, my wife says, I won't shut up. And I go, I'm just going <laughs> to Okay. I'm just going to create it. And it's, it's for free. And it was simply by a conference phone line. That's where it started. It was a conference phone line that had an option that would allow you to record your conversation. That's how simple it was. And I go, you people out there who do this, you aggravate me that you're charging people. They've heard you speak. Someone paid you nicely to speak in front of them. And now you want to turn around and gig them for another 30 bucks. So I go, no, nope, I'm going for free. Which is a whole lot, a whole lot of my business model. So much stuff I do. It's like, no, it's, it's just all free. It's like, someone's already paid me. You don't need to pay me again. You're a small business owner. Let me give you a hand here. And, and that's just always been my mantra. Can I help you with something here? Call me, write me, talk to me someplace. I'll, I'll gladly do it. Well, how much? Well, there's no meter to run it. Just, let's just talk about it. So that, I mean, that's where the podcast started. And then it just kind of, it grew. The, you mentioned 2009, the first four years of the podcast have all been thrown in the trash can. Uh, and just know it's, it was, oh, wow. well, it was because it was me call in. Here's, here's the topic I'm going to discuss with you tonight. We talked about stuff and someone I knew called one day and says, you know, I hear you speaking for the audiences. They're fun. I hear you do your program. It's boring. And he says, you don't have people in front of you to interact with. He says, how about I come on and you got to be older to know who I'm talking about here. But his comment was, I'll be your Ed McMahon. Okay. Now, does that age you at that point? Do you know who Ed McMahon yes. was? Oh yeah. I know who Ed McMahon is. Yeah. From, yeah. From Johnny Carson tonight's show, you would be my sidekick. I'll be your wingman for lack of a better phrase. And it went for a while, but, um, you always wanted to be controversial. You always wanted to argue with the people who are the guests. You wanted to question. I go, no, no, no. This, the people who are going to be on our program, once we started adding people were, um, kind of share. I mean, they, yeah. I mean, I've had two people who refused to be on my program in all the years I've done it. Only two. And I said, that's amazing. I'm not, here, I'm not here to argue with them. Uh, but the guest aspect came because I got a call one day and it says, you don't know me, but I know you, I used to own a bicycle shop and I would hear you speak at Interbike, the big 
bicycle show in the United States each year. And I see you're going to talk about accountants. Could I listen to the program? And my one moment of bright ideas was I said, I got a better idea. Why don't you just talk with me during the program? You're a CPA now. Why don't you just talk with me? Let's just visit about it. And that's what got the guests going. It's like, wow, that was like a, a great program. And ours are a long podcast. They're an hour long. And it went very, very well and well received. Yes. I go, okay, I gotta go find somebody for next month. Wow, interesting. So before, and I want to go back and and revisit this because I'd like to look, know a little bit more about it. But you you said basically the first four years of your podcast, you went back and scrapped through it in the trash. Why did yeah. you decide to do that? Because I really believed my friend who said it was boring. It's like it really didn't have the excitement to it, and it's like doing a Zoom meeting. It's a struggle. If the Zoom meeting is set up that I'm presenting and I'm not seeing people to interact, as well as the time delay as such, I live off of people being in front of me where I can, uh, for example, I, unless you force me, I'll never stand on the stage to speak to people. I walk down in the audience. I want to talk to people and look at them. I want to gauge their eyes. I want to see who's taking notes and what, what they're writing down and stuff like that. So changing this format was a, a bit of a challenge. Like a, I could see where it would not have been that good of a program where it was me and someone might jump in and ask a, a question about something. So when we went to the format of the guest, which was, I think like March of 2013, it's like, these are good. And people start saying, I go back and listen to them uh, because we record them and we post all of them on our website. And that's before all the podcast services. Right. Wow, that must have been a very uh, interesting time. I did not come along again in a podcasting until you had services out there like Libsyn and, and Blueberry and podcasting services like that. So for you to take these MP3s, basically just post them to your site through a player, that's pretty cool. That, that was it. And then we, could, we did it with MP4s. And actually, we're in the process right now. We are dismantling and rebuilding our entire website. Well, the last time we did that, it took us two years to rebuild the site. It is, um, it's that Ooh. massive. I was working on it this morning and I just stopped and took account and said, okay, how many of the pages have we now redesigned for the new site? And it was 250 pages just a few before you and I started this phone call that we, that we've converted, which means we've got another thousand or so pages yet to convert. Sweet Moses. That's one huge website. It's a source of pride because a lot of what I've created is we call it calculators. Someone needs to make a decision in their business and they listen to somebody like me who tells them something and go, well, I'll just go do that. And I go, no, 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 no. You have to make the decision based upon your business. So you can't just say, well, raise your prices 5%. Let's make that with actual numbers. What's your, what's the exact numbers in your business right now? And so I would build things in an Excel chart. And if I could figure right. out how this calculation needs to go in an Excel chart, then there's a process you go through that you can turn it into a calculator that's online. Some of our calculators you download, some of them use them online. And again, same thing. It's one of these, well, what are you going to do with it? I said, well, we're going to give it away. Why? Well, why just look, how much time did we spend building this? A few days? You know, what do we spend? A couple of hundred bucks. Right. I think the most expensive page we ever built was like $600 by itself. All right. Well, we have 47 of these calculators right now. So what do you want to know about your business? Well, we can, we can show you, go to this page, punch in your numbers and click. It's there. There's your answer. And it's your answer, not a answer. It's your answer. 
specific to your business. Yes, because you put in the numbers out of your business. And um, because I, I, I don't track things, okay? I, I'm not interested in Google Analytics. I'm just thrilled when someone says, I figured out how to do this. Thanks for the calculator. That's all I need to know. You used it. You had a good time. We don't have that little disclaimer on our website that says, click here because we use cookies to accept this. We don't. I don't track anything. It's just, it's there. And when you leave a page, all the numbers disappear. You know, I'm not like trying to write a book based upon people who visited my website. That's, that's almost like the, the antithesis of what I hear when I talk to marketing gurus, because they're all about measure everything, right? Got to have Google analytics and know what pages on your website are being visited and how long were they on the website and what did they click on and what forms that they use. But you're kind of taking a very different tact. You're saying, I don't care about any of that information. No, I, I don't. I'd say I'm going to do it because I can do it. Uh, and I, it's worth, you've got something out of it. You know, a book clicks like last week, I spoke in Atlantic city. I, I have a, a, a thing that I do when you come into a, a live session, I'm doing, I hand you a eight and a half by 11. It's postcard material. Uh, I read a study somewhere many, many years ago that said the average adult is not a good student. And that if they don't do something with what they've heard within 72 hours of having heard it, the odds are they'll do nothing at all with the information. I go, but you sat here and listened to me for an hour, hour and a half, or, oh my gosh, I'm, this session in the fall, that was like three hours long. It's like, that's a lot of you know, participation. I go, so I hand you this card and I tell you to address the postcard to yourself. On the other side, it says, what are you going to do? When we're done, hand me back my postcard. I'm going to read it as best I can read your handwriting over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I make notes on it because I write a note back to you. I write with green E, green, color of money. Money's what we're here to talk about. And in 14 yes. days, I cut the postcard apart. I buy a stamp and I'm going to get the postcard. And now it's in your court. Are you going to do something with it? Yes or no? You know, I, I can't help you any further than that. And I jokingly tell anyone outside the United States, I said, okay, so all you Canadians, how many, they hold up their hands. I go, look, it's like a dollar fifty to buy a stamp in the United States to mail a postcard to Canada or to Japan or to China or anywhere else. I go, so I'm spending a dollar fifty on you, you know, put something nice on there. Don't, don't put a just doodle. Put something like you're really going to do it, okay? Get your dollar fifty worth out of this postcard here. And I get people who who appreciate it. I, it's um, oh, I like this one, Cliff. I get a, a note on this one card, uh, and we we're talking about the changes in business because of what happened through the pandemic. And this very nice person named Kevin uh, Marins wrote a note and says, "With mindsets like this, the world can and and is positively affected." It was a great privilege to be in this class today. Thank you. Okay, I don't need analytics. Awesome. That's my energy high right there. Hey, it helped you. You you went home. I'm I'm happy for you. Hey, we're both in a good mood. That trick with the postcard uh, is it's a really nice touch. I mean, you're taking a little bit of time to to invest in your audience because they certainly have invested in you, especially giving you their time. What would you say that that podcasting has done for your business or how has podcasting helped your business? Well, that's a little hard to answer without the analytics. I mind you, it's, you have to realize I created the podcast simply because people are out there charging for stuff. And it's one of these, I'm going to counter you. I'm going to counter your actions by saying, how can I help somebody? But right. when I'm at events and people say, Hey, I heard this podcast or I heard this expert. This was neat. I had a couple of folks the other day said, wow. Uh, I was in a group discussion. It was for people who were in garden centers and they were asking a question about 
loyalty programs. And I jumped in and I said, well, you may want to go back and listen to this podcast. And then this second podcast, the first one, we talked about loyalty programs. And the second, we talked about premium loyalty programs. And here's a link to, to both of them. Well, if you go on the website and this person came back said, thanks, you know, that's, that's the information I was looking for. And I looked through your, your list there and go, wow, you know, you've got quite a list of impressive people that you have found who, who will share information. Uh, for example, our podcast is this Thursday night and my guest is a gentleman by the name of Ken Banks. Well, who in the world is Ken Banks for most people? Ken Banks was the marketing head behind, let's see, PetSmart, Eckerd Drugs, Circuit oh, wow. City, Lazy Boy, and he's in the Retail Advertising Hall of Fame. So sometimes I just happen to have bumped into people, and the audience is I rarely, have, I think I've gotten one person where there are organizations out there who send you emails like, hey, I want to recommend so-and-so for your podcast, and blah, blah, blah. I'm starting to get those letters now because with organizations like you having spoken to me and someone else had a magazine article with a, here's the top 20 podcast. And we were in, in that list. Yeah. People are starting to look for us. The unfortunate part is most of the people don't fit to our audience. My audience is not interested in hearing how you made $5 million and you're filthy rich. Uh, my audience is not right. interested in hearing how you're the CEO, CFO, COO, and all the other O words out there. My audience are mom and pops, small business owners, the place where you go to get your clothes dry clean, the place that you go buy your bird food, the place where the guy who takes and landscapes your yard for you. That's my audience. So I tell no, when you, when you start getting into fancy letters, it's, you're not going to work as a speaker for my group. Uh, I, I even struggle with the very first speaker who's been back multiple times. I go, quit giving me IRS code numbers. Well, according to IRS form number 2274, well, and I go, no, 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 don't, don't do that to me. Back up what you just said. What is that about? Just give us the bread and butter of what is that form about? Do I need to know that? Talk to us in English. Yeah. And that's the basis. So that when we're through with the hour, I haven't made a page of notes as to, ooh, let me go look on the irs.gov website and look up all these really fun forms because that's just not going to happen. Oh, I bet. I absolutely bet. Now you've been doing your podcast now. You started way back in 2009. You've, you've obviously got a clear format. You're resonating really well with your audience. But let me ask you this. When you're getting started with podcasting, what was, what was one of the biggest struggles that you had getting into this environment and uh, how did you overcome it? As much as people like to think I, I'm a techie, I am not. My podcast ah. is so simple. Okay. I mean, do you mind if I share the, the particulars, like whose who's stuff I use? Go right ahead. All right. So this started, uh, I mean, to send out the announcement, it's, I just, I subscribe to constant contact. I send an announcement out on a Sunday. I send an announcement out on Thursday morning, bright and early to say, Here's what the program's going to be about. So, I mean, that's a fairly simple when you podca- uh, use Constant Contact or MailChimp or something like that. And it started by simply using freeconferencecall.com, you know, which is, that's all it was. It was just a call service. Hey, how many people you will put in your phone call? Up to a hundred. It's so many cents per minute. And I thought, I'll invest in people. I want a worldwide 800 number so people can call in. 
and, and then they morphed into what is startmeeting.com and they created a little button on there where now it's like, Hey, you can broadcast on the internet live. So people don't have to dial in to hear you. They can go into that. Uh, I said, I paid for the 800 number. I just thought it's not that anymore. So three or four cents a minute more than what it's at. It's like, okay, is this is, do I spend some dollars for it? Yeah. But to me, it's gotta be a part of that overall. I'm not getting it for anything. It's just come and enjoy how easy can I make it for you to do business? Particularly when I'm teaching a class on business. Hey, how easy can you make it? Well, I could do this. This isn't that expensive. Right. It has high perceived value. So we went to start meeting and everything came down here to make it in P4s. I just found somebody's website out there. It says convert MP3 to MP4. And it's just a single picture that we throw up and it converts the, the hour long MP3 to the MP4 in just a few minutes and back download it, slap it on our site. Our site, yes, it is massive. It is a little complex. It's built with, um, what was originally Dreamweaver and now it's part of Adobe. Weeds. I haven't heard Dreamweaver in, I don't know how many years. <laughs> well, but, but it's still out there. I mean, they're up to right now. They're on Dreamweaver 19. I, I'm on Dreamweaver six. It's like, why it works. I'm very familiar with it and it's, it's going along. I needed some graphics in some places. I needed some voiceover in places. I went to Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. I found a, a person on there whose voice is exactly like the person who first did our recordings years and years ago. That person had retired. This guy, his name is D. Oddly enough, both of them, the original and the second person, their name was D. He did a little voiceover. So on start meeting, you can load up these little sound snippets wherever you want. Uh, let's see what else did start meeting have so they can record it. I can download it from there. And then we found anchor anchor FM. Yes. Okay. And, uh, started using their thing. Well, that can was a neat place to, to hold a bunch of stuff. And then we just started finding the podcast services out there. So we're, we're right now rebroadcast on 18 services. Yes. It's uh man, it's, I tell you, even the short number of years that, that I've been into it compared to you, just to see all the big advancements and leaps that they are making. And it's amazing just how the distribution of podcasts, especially over the last two years, has just absolutely skyrocketed. And all these big companies like your Spotify's and the New York times, they're all out there gobbling up podcasts as quick as they can, because it's, it's just a very powerful, very powerful platform. Well, it is a very powerful and you know, second thought of answering your question about what's it it's done. It's pretty neat when someone says you do a podcast and go, yes, that I could walk over to a Google or an Amazon device and say, whatever gadget I'm in front of play small business conversations with Tom Shea and boom, there it is. Yes. Now the part I have not figured out is. We catalog them, we, we seize them and episode them and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, wow, it'd be neat if the services could get to the point where voice wise, you can identify which specific one you want. Now, the challenge to that though, is that, well, if you know exactly which episode you want, you're probably looking at my website. So why not just click it and you get it right there? Cause you get right. at that, how else are you going to know that person? You know, how else would you know that you want 10 banks? Yeah, because I think by default, looking at uh, Alexa, the last time I kind of played around with it is that 
when I told it, go ahead and play X podcast, it started at episode one. And mm -hmm. unless I was very specific and said, hey, go to this podcast, play episode 47, it would start at one and then it would play the next one after that. But you're right. I mean, if you've got hundreds of episodes, it becomes a little bit cumbersome on that device, unless you write some Alexa skill, which I have zero desire in doing to be able to track like the individual to find out like where they left off or be able to say, hey, yes, I found this podcast. Would you like to listen to the one with Tom Hanks yeah. or, you know, Joe Rogan or something else like that? So that so it kind of gives suggestions for people to to key in on those those top rated podcast episodes. Now, that that makes for a bit of a challenge. I, I remember you're talking to the person here who is still using uh, Dreamweaver 6. Dreamweaver 6. And people go, wow, Which, you know, the, the why don't you upgrade? And I go, look what all I've built. It works just fine. I mean, I've had, we did look at trying to change formats and what I have found a lot of people coming to us say, well, we'll build your website and we'll get you into WordPress. We'll get you into that. I go, folks, it's just, there's just too much muscle going on inside our website for me to, to use one of those. I don't want to call it lightweights, but they just. If I had 15 or 20 pages, okay. But those right. calculators are just bearish to make them all happen. Now, because you've been doing this for, for so long, I have to say, I, I admire the, the simplicity of your entire model. And I also have to give you kudos too for doing your episodes live because <laughs> a lot of other people are quite that brave yet. So for an entrepreneur out there, a small business owner, who has a podcast, maybe they're struggling with their podcast. Based on your extensive experience, what would be one piece of advice that you'd want to give them? The first one you could with, you got to answer why. Why do you want to do this? Okay. It, hopefully it's not money and fame. Okay. It's that, why do you want to create this thing to share with people? It can be a great source for you as a uh, reference point that you could send people to, to learn about stuff. Uh, while it's YouTube, there's a, a gentleman in Fort Myers, Florida, and his expertise is swimming pools. And he, that's what he does. He builds swimming pools. And as you might imagine, part of the job is going out and giving bids. Here's how much it's going to cost. Cause you're not going to just go, well, let's find the next person on the street and whatever his price is, is we're fine with it. This gentleman makes a big series of how to take care of your swimming pool. All the things you got to do, clean right. the filters, change stuff out. And he tells people, here's who I am. Go look online and you can learn this stuff about me. Well, as you do that, he knows that if he can get a person to go and watch five of his YouTube videos, he closes the overwhelming majority of the sale. Other than that. He's Sweet. just out there like everybody else trying to do bids. He's the expert. So from a standpoint of your business, whether in, in my world, you sell clothing or you sell furniture or home stereo equipment, that podcast can be a wonderful marketing piece for you. You know, I'm of the age group that when you want to get your message out there, you paid a lot more money, you know, television, radio, right. newspaper, direct mail, yellow pages. All kinds of things. So much of this stuff, because it's essentially free. You know, you can buy a nice microphone, buy nice headphones, a nice camera for stuff, but it's 
relatively a lot more expensive, but you got to, before you spend all this time, why, what do you want, what do you want your program to get for you? Okay. Sounds good. And if people want to come and absorb all 3000 pages of your website or follow you online, what's the best way for them to do that? My website is profitsplus.org and my phone number is all over the place and my email's there. And, uh, I tell folks, you call, you're going to get me. You're not going to talk to a staff person. I take, if I'm not in the office, the, the phone number forwards to my cell phone. So I'll be somewhere in the, around North America. I'm glad to visit with people. It just fascinates me. People say, Hey, how'd you do this? Oh, I'm glad to share with you. You know, it's easy. Matter of fact, very soon, as soon as the time limitation runs out, I had a magazine that I wrote a big thing about how do I do the podcast? So that's fairly soon coming up and I'll, I'll have that one up there on the website, which like nice. you mentioned my magazine. So yes, I, I have written a, a lot of things. Who knew? I never took a journalism class in my life, but I go back and I put all the articles I've written for the last 30 years up on the website and we bought somebody's little, I think it was called free find, uh, a search tool. It's $19 a month that you go to our website and you, it's like Google, except it's just only on our site tells you, here's how to right. find anything on our, our place. Trying to solve the problems before they happen for people. And for our audience, we will have all those links down in the show notes down below. Tom, it's been awesome having you on the podcast today. Thank you. Cliff, my pleasure. I appreciate you calling me. I, I encourage people that it's a fun adventure as long as you know why you want to do it. It's not scary. It's not challenging. And you, you made the comment about simplicity. I'll close with this quote from a, a guy by the name of Leonardo da Vinci, who said, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Love it. Thank you, Tom, for being on the show today. Appreciate it. Cliff, thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Hey everyone, I want to let you know that enrollment for our free five-day Start My Business podcast challenge is officially open. If you're an entrepreneur and you're thinking a podcast would be a great way to grow your business, but you're not sure how to start one, then this challenge is for you. This challenge is designed by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Now within the five-day challenge, you'll go from ground zero to having a fully operational podcast that you can use to start growing your business. I'll be sharing with you simple tips and tricks that took me years to learn that will prevent you from spending hours on one episode. Head over to startmybusinesspodcastchallenge.com or click on the link in the show notes down below. We'll see you there.